Hello, welcome back to the This Way Out Project. Look who's back. What are you asking? Where you been, Miguel? Well, I will tell you. I have been taking fuzz out of my cap. I've been wrapping up the fall semester here at the College of Charleston. As many of you know, I'm sure, you know, trying to do this teacher thing. I'm trying to earn this degree here at the College of Charleston Elementary Education. And I'm here to tell you, this semester has been a brutal one. It's been a brutal one. This remote learning thing really, really, really took a toll on the old psyche. I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you. It was tough. It's tough. It was tough. You know, but uh, you know, we got through it. We got through it. We got. A, I got a. Uh, I got a good set of peers that I go to school with, and we all kind of leaned on each other and got us through the whole process. And you know, it was challenging. It was challenging. I mean, it's college. You know, but um, you know, we got through it. And uh, the grades haven't posted yet, but I don't suspect I did. Um, you know, I didn't. I didn't ace ace any courses, but I also don't think I bombed any either. So that's that's in the rearview mirror. Got one more semester to go. And then um, that'll be all she wrote with the College of Charleston. We'll be on to doing the teaching thing, hopefully. Um, but we are back online. I am back online doing my uh, YouTube broadcast, doing my podcast. Um, I think I'm going to, you know what? I'll get all that into all that in a little bit. As I come back online with the This Way Out project, I'm going to dedicate this episode to my friend, Daniel Creighton. If that name sounds familiar to you, it's because Daniel offered his story to me to share on this platform and to anyone else who might listen and learn from the different challenges that he faced in his life. Recently, I learned that Daniel passed away tragically in an accident a few days ago. It really shook me uh, because Daniel was so full of life. And um, he had experienced challenges in his life for sure. But for those of us that were close to him, he did a really, really, really great job of putting his challenges aside and committing himself to friendship. He invested himself in being a good friend. And I'm going to miss that about him. Today, in tribute to Daniel, I want to share with you, whoever might be listening, a little bit about what made him special to me, and I would imagine makes him special to many of the rest of his friends and his family. I wanna share just some experiences I had with him, and um, yeah, I wanna, I wanna do that for him, his friends and his family and anyone else who might watch this. Um, So, Daniel and I were in the military together, in the Air Force, and he showed up uh, straight out of basic training to the place where we were stationed at together in uh, Grand Forks 
Air Force Base in North Dakota. Now when Daniel showed up, the first impression for me wasn't exactly impressed. I wasn't exactly impressed with with the way he had presented himself initially. Daniel was a small framed individual, small, not necessarily short in stature, but he was tall, he was kind of a skinny dude, and he was um, uh, quite flamboyant, if you will, and he just did not strike me as someone who, well, he, he didn't necessarily strike me as someone who's going to do poorly, but he struck me as someone who might, um, you know, th- being successful in our line of work, which was that of aircraft maintenance, being successful in our line of work, I, th- I thought, first impression, that he was going to be faced with some serious challenges, okay? Because um, in our line of work, you know, it requires, uh, it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't, it's not all about strength, um, but it's also about perseverance, it's about um, resolve, it's about being resilient, and all those things, and he just, his very, the very first impression of Daniel was that he was very young, um, and he just didn't look like he could handle himself physically. First impression. Shame on me. Shame on me for putting him in that in that um, in that box from the start, from the very start. But I, what I can tell you is, is that it didn't last long. That idea, that image of him, that that the way I racked and stacked him against, you know, the other quote unquote players in our in our um, line of work, it didn't last very long because immediately immediately Daniel began to absorb all of the information that was required of someone in our very highly technical field of work he took the initiative to be good at what he did it's basically what I'm trying to boil down to he absorbed information he got he, he, he um, threw himself into hard jobs, tough jobs, those jobs that, you know, on when you do work on aircraft, there's just, there's some jobs when you look at it, you go, man, I'm not going to look forward to this. Daniel was not one of those people who shied away from hard work. And there were plenty of those people, and there are plenty of those people in that in that line of work, right? But Daniel wasn't one of them. Daniel was not one of them. He, he, he's a person of initiative. He was highly motivated and he had a personality that fit perfectly in our environment. He didn't take himself too seriously. He didn't take others that seriously. He was funny. He knew how to take a joke and he knew how to tell a joke. He could tell a story and right away, right away, it didn't take long. It didn't take long, but the NCOs, the non-commissioned officers, right, started taking Daniel under their wing. They, it, was, it was apparent, it was apparent that he had really limitless potential, limitless potential. 
And um, yeah, he had a lot of personality. He was funny. He was motivated. He took initiative. And all of those, all of those qualities, all those traits, all those pieces of character, those those um, yeah, those pieces of character, they really played a big part in his success when we deployed together over to the Middle East. Um, where we deploy, you know, it's like constant, it's constant work, constant work, constant, you know, because planes are, are always flying, you know, they're, they're, they're always flying. And, you know, those, those Joes, those not so good jobs, those not so fun jobs, those not so, um, those challenging jobs, as I mentioned before, um, you know, those, those double and triple, right? And the duration of those jobs you know they take even longer because the environment isn't necessarily one that that favors you know um, aircraft maintenance you know uh, at the time Daniel didn't complain Daniel didn't complain he was always always smiling he was always joking he was having fun at least that's how I took it and I can remember one time you know, Daniel claimed to be a Cowboys fan, right? Dallas Cowboys the football team. Daniel claimed to be a fan of the Dallas Cowboys. And as luck would have it, while we were deployed, the uh, NFL uh, sent a few players over to where we were at. And, you know, we all got to meet uh, then Dallas Cowboys tight end Jason Witten. And I can remember... Uh, Daniel got a chance to take a picture with with uh, Jason Winton, and if I get a chance, I'll, I'll I'll share it here on this on this episode. You'll be able to see it on the YouTube channel. Um, but Daniel was cheesing, man. He got to take that. He took that picture with Jason Winton, and he was cheesing from ear to ear. <laughs> he was super happy. He was super happy. And Daniel was always that way. He was always someone to 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 smile. He was always someone to make a joke. He's always someone, he was a very good friend, is what he was. He was very, he was a very good friend. And I think I would go so far as to say is that he, he is a fierce friend. He had, he was a, he had fierce friendship. Because if he suspected that you were in trouble, or if he suspected that you needed help, or if he suspected that, um, yeah, if you suspected that that in in and there, that there was a way for him to be able to help you either do something physically or feel better about yourself mentally and emotionally, Daniel would jump at the chance to do that for you. He would jump at the chance to do that for you. And um, I knew, you know, even after he had gotten out of the military, Daniel was somebody that I could go to 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 get a good joke to laugh with, to have conversation with, to have deep conversation with, not just, not just small talk. Um, but Daniel was good at small talk if you, if you needed small talk out of him, right? But he, he was good at, at perceiving what another person needed. He was, he was empathetic that way. He was an empath, if you will, um, very perceptive to the needs of other people. And he committed himself to um, a friendship, and that I, I am—that's I, one of the things that 
I am most grateful for and that I will miss the most um, now that he's passed on. Because like I said, I could always count on Daniel to um, to give to, to be a source of good conversation, to be a source of, of, of humor and laughter, to be someone that you could ask for advice for an opinion, right? Because, you know, for all of those, for all those qualities, Daniel was also very opinionated. And opinions is, is always something that I appreciate, right? So I knew that I could get um, the straight skinny from Daniel um, from his perspective, right? He, was, he wasn't, if he wanted honesty from his perspective, then he would give it to you. Um, but he wasn't, he wasn't blunt and he wasn't abrasive about, about his opinion. So once again, you know, just another testament to the, to some of the great characteristics that he possessed as a person. Um, you know, Daniel and I weren't, weren't like super close, super, super close, but I knew, I, we knew each other well, well enough to be able to keep in touch for the, for all these years. And, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm most upset by, um, you know, the fact that he had, he was, he had, there was a period there where he was really struggling, right? After he'd gotten out of the military and, and in many ways he was still kind of struggling, but he was making his way. He was, he was making headway. He was getting back into the positive, back into the green and his, his attitude and his, his demeanor was was starting to resemble that, and then for him to, um, you know, pass away in this way, it's very, it's very, um, it's a little gut wrenching. But I'm grateful to have known him, and I know I'm not the only one who feels that way. Um, I really hope that wherever he is at, that he is at peace. I hope that he is happy. And I pray for his friends and his family that are close to him right now, um, back in California. And I hope that in time they will they are able to find some peace um, after Daniel's passing. But I'm having experienced something like this with other family and friends. I know that that's going to be that's uh, going to be difficult at first for now. So all I can say, you know. The only words that I have really to share with, with especially his family, is that I'm sorry, and I'm here if you need me, and I, I'm, I'm glad that your family was able to produce someone like Daniel Creighton, and I'm glad that I was able to know him. Um, I think to wrap up this episode, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a clip from our. Uh, interview together um, at the end of every episode I always ask you know whoever I'm interviewing I ask them to to share some advice what's what are, what's a piece of advice that you would share with anyone and what Daniel said I thought was um, very prolific very impactful on on my life and I think it would impact um, anybody else's life who, who were to hear these words of wisdom I think they were very wise and uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and share those with you now um, before I do that I just want to remind everyone uh, that 
the This Way Out project is on, um, it's played on YouTube. The podcast form of This Way Out is going, is on Spotify. It's on iHeartRadio, uh, CastBox, iTunes, and used to be Google Play. I don't know what Google's using now, but it was Google Play. Um, I have a website, thisvo-light.com. And you can see me on Facebook. I should have the Facebook information, Instagram information uh, showing right here. I've got my email address. And um, I'm also on TikTok now, thisvo-light, if you're a TikToker. Okay, without further ado, the wise words of Daniel Creighton. Daniel? Gonna miss you, buddy. I mean, I'm, I was glad to have known you. Rest in peace, brother. God bless. I do here at this point, right here at the end, is I give whoever my interviewee is the opportunity, since you have space and opportunity right now, you've got a um, an audience. Give me an opportunity that there's any piece of advice, anything that you've always wanted to tell somebody, anything at all. What would that thing be? I would say learn to love yourself early on because you're here on this earth to not only love yourself and enjoy life, but to use the things, the struggles, the faults and stuff that you've gone through to help others. Like everything in your life happens for a reason and it builds this amazing person that you're meant to be so that you can touch other people's lives.